Today's Global IQ Minute is with Ambassador Gary Dore. He's been Canada's ambassador to the United States since October 2009. Our conversation touched on the Keystone XL pipeline, energy security, and trade. Thank you very much for joining us this morning on Global IQ Minute. There's been a, a great deal of discussion, and in fact, it's become one of the major issues in the Republican uh, race for the presidency, and that's the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, tell us why this is so important, uh, not just for Canada, but really for North America. Well, for the United States, we think it's very important. We know there's lots of jobs, both directly for construction, uh, and we also know there's lots of suppliers, including 170 in Texas, the supply of the oil sands in Canada. But it also improves the domestic uh, energy security for the United States. It has uh, the pipeline capacity increasing to improve oil flow from Cushing to Houston and Port Arthur. That will get more oil uh, produced here in the United States through those refineries. And it also connects the Bakken oil field, which is spectacular uh, developments. Uh, it connects the Bakken oil fields in, in Montana and North Dakota to a pipeline that can get it down to uh, the Texas coast. So we think on two domestic energy security factors alone, uh, this is a project that's worthy of proceeding. We were pleased with the State Department report that on merit said it should proceed. We were disappointed Nebraska held a special session and that led to the president delaying uh, the decision on the pipeline. With all of these delays, what are Canada's options and are you looking for other markets? Well, we believe in diversifying our customers. Uh, we, we have relied on the United States being the primary customer for oil. It makes more sense for safety reasons and economic reasons to have a pipeline uh, to this huge market. Uh, it also makes sense for us because we're in it with the United States on, on uh, threats in, the, uh, in different regions of the world. Our troops are with the United States troops in uh, Afghanistan. Uh, we flew missions and had a command commander in charge of the mission in Libya. We're with the United States on Iran. So we're with you and in it with you on some of these other threats. So yes, it makes sense to have energy security in North America for Canada. It makes sense for us to have uh, keep this customer line going and operating. But when you get stalled, you can't stand still. You've got to move forward. So we have to diversify. And China is obviously 80% uh, of the demand in the world for oil is going to be in China and India in the next 30 years. Uh, our Prime Minister said we're not just going to uh, be business as usual and rely only on one customer, that being the United States. Lockheed Martin builds the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter here in Fort Worth. Why is Canada among the nations buying this airplane and how many has commi Canada committed to purchase? We've committed to buying 65. Uh, we're not we never committed to buying the vertical takeoff plane, which is the one that can become a little more controversial in the Pentagon and the, uh, and the Defense uh, Committee and, and Senate. Uh, so the, the plane that we are buying is the one uh, we think that has been evaluated as the most meritorious for our needs in Canada. Uh, I, uh, we think that it's the right plane to buy. The military have evaluated it, the next generation of planes. Uh, and also, when we look at the fact that Canada and the United States has the same command structure for perimeter air security in NORAD, it only makes sense that we uh, purchase the planes to be operable within that command structure, uh, that those planes, the next generation of planes being the F-35. A lot of other American allies have bought this plane as well. We just recently 
Japan, before that Israel. So there's a lot of Australia's the first country picking up the planes. So and we've got lots of value-added jobs with this purchase in Canada that was negotiated with Lockheed Martin and, and the Canadian business. Uh, even in my own hometown, my old hometown, it's got a maintenance contract, so it's got some value added for Canada beyond the military advantages of purchasing the plane. Canada's banks did not suffer the meltdown that affected so many U.S. financial institutions in 2008. What might we learn from your country's experience? Well, we have a floor uh, for consumers with our banks, and we have uh, also inspections that ensure the banks aren't uh, having too much uh, non-capitalized leverage, you know, that, that puts ultimately the consumer in, uh, or a small business in, in jeopardy. Uh, the sky is the limit. Some banks in Canada have used their profits to go to markets in the United States. Some banks have gone to the Americas. Some banks are looking at, at Asia. But the floor is defined. The, there is no cap on entrepreneur behavior beyond the floor. And we think that that's a good model for financial institutions. And Canadians are pleased that their taxes didn't go to bankers. They, they don't like that. <laughs> the United States is involved in new trade negotiations with nations around the Pacific Ocean. Why does Canada want to be a part of what is called the Trans-Pacific Partnership? Well, we're a Pacific country. We already have a good trading relationship with the United States. And now Mexico's in, expressed an interest in joining. Uh, we think that uh, the elements of trade, uh, a freer trade uh, with all the countries makes sense for Canada. As you say, we're, getting, we're eliminating the wheat board. We're proceeding with intellectual property that's to modernize our laws, which was one of our gaps on trade that uh, we weren't able to resolve in a minority government. And uh, we, uh, we think that the Asian markets are huge for both Canada and the United States, and we want to be on the ground floor. Uh, everybody's got some sins of trade uh, where nobody's pure, <laughs> tries dipped in the vat of purity on trade, but uh, we're proceeding to be more pure with the measures we're taking in Canada. And uh, I think all countries know uh, that the freer the trade, the more the jobs, the more the innovation, and the greater the uh, opportunities. Thank you for being our guest. This Thank you, Jim. Thank you very much.